Yeah. All right, we're off. Right. We're off a little Mackie Mac and the Funky yeah. Bunch. From Dorchester. Dorchester. Your mother just died. Oh, really? Yeah, you know. You ever watch the Wahlbergs? I've seen a couple episodes, yeah. The one goofy brother who runs the uh, place. I like that brother. Yeah, he's good down to earth. Yeah, he's all stressed out. Sweet. You know what's cool about that show? You do watch the Wahlbergs. Because they always have the guys on there, right? Like, oh, the geeks like Turtle and uh, Johnny Drum. The, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, entourage. The Entourage. Literally. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what the show is funny. Going on. They're funny. Because yeah. one dude's Taco. 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 It's not turtle. It's taco. Right. I think they do call it one, two, drum. So episode 58 of Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. Welcome uh, to Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. Let's right, crack him. Fuck you, Doug. That's going to be my new thing every time I crack one. Doug, you got damn it. Crack you. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug, is what I'm going to say every time. <laughs> Knucklehead. Yeah. Um, caught a little shit this week from... Uh, Schmigs. Why? Listening to our episode. Because we didn't have any of his stuff? No. No, no, no. And he actually sent me a couple of good ones. So okay. we, we will, Morty and his stick, right? We will mark, work in a Morty and his yardstick. Mm-hmm. No, but when we did the Who Knows Me Better, you and Sue, mm-hmm. going back and forth, and uh, what is my bedtime? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Norm's bedtime is 8.30? Wow. Yeah, that's early, man. Normie's got to go bed. And then he also gave me shit because I said to Sue, what was the last restaurant or to both of you, and you knew we went over here. Oh, yeah. Pizza Pub. Pizza Pub. And Sue couldn't think. And for some reason, Luke likes Olive Garden, right? It's okay, like that. Good. It's like the two Italian places here. Giuseppe's really nice. Mm-hmm. Sue does not. For some reason, Sue doesn't like Giuseppe's. Giuseppe's is great. And so that's why I was like, it was either Giuseppe's or Olive Garden for his birthday, pre-pandemic, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. Cause he's, his birthday was in February. We took him out, and then it was like yeah, shit yeah, shut yeah, down. Yeah, right after. Right. Now they're opening everything back up, starting to get going again. So it was great. So Father's Day today. Yep. Happy Father's Day. By the Thanks, way. man. You know, did our usual. This is our ninth straight year. Luke and I we golfed hmm. together this morning. How'd he hit him? He Luke's got a great golf swing. Yeah. He only right. plays once a year with me. That's it. You know, he's. I mean, my kid's not an athlete. Yeah. So to speak, right? I mean, he can hang. That's the one thing, right? I taught the kid, cool. taught the kid how to catch a ball, throw a ball. Yeah. Might not know how to go throw a football very good, but um, but he can hit a golf ball. Good. You know, he went to those Nike summer camps for a few years, mm-hmm. and the kids just got a great, beautiful swing. Really good. It's just his touch is just off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like he'll he'll be um, he'll hit a shot, and he'll be like. 15, 20 yards short of the green, then we'll hit it over the green, you know? That's, and that then comes putt, with playing. Yeah, he'll have a putt like around six foot and he'll push it eight feet past, you know? And then, you know, he had a couple of really long putts today and he put it right up near the cup. I'm like, oh, look at this kid, wow. you know? Okay. So it was good. Good, good. I played my ass off today. I The last two rounds I hadn't played so good. Um, today I played really good. good. Um, I was like four over at one point. I mean, I was like, I, you know, I had like five pars in a row at one point. I was just playing really good today. Nice. Looks like, Dad, you're playing really good. I think it was uh, four out of the, or three of the first four holes, I had one putts, like 10 footer, boom, bang, mm-hmm. six footer, bang. I was like knocking them in. Nice. Those putts that, you know, they're, they're stroke savers, you know, at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. So. That's good. Good. Good to hear. And then the last hole, what we've always done is we do a happy Gilmore swing. <laughs> Off the tee. Well, he really, Luke looks forward to doing it. And thing. how's he doing it? Good? He topped the ball today. Mm. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Something bit me. Oh, God. And there's a little bite in my hand. Yes, it's the next fucking corona. It's the bite virus. Jesus Christ. No, Ground like, zero here in my kitchen. You know, like there's something under my skin. Look at that shit. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I got a knife will cut the fuck out. No shit, man. You know, I don't know what the fuck that is. Take care. All right. Whatever. Shouldn't have been looking for the, I mean, you know, this this course today, it's like they want to be like the nice little Lynx course. Right. It's a little freaking dog track, and uh, they, they, they're trying to put money into it and make yeah. it like a Lynx course. Well, the grass is so freaking high outside the fairway if you, you know, I'm looking for, I'm actually looking for the two guys that were playing with us. They are really nice guys. And, the guy, the father-son, the father was in town from Colorado Springs. 
Oh, did he just match up with him or did he know? Him? We just matched up with okay. him. Yeah, I had set the tee time and then we got matched up with these two guys. And so the, they're both from Colorado, right? The father, son, and the son lives in Maniunk now. And he's a uh, surgeon and he works at, um, ironically, he works at Temple Hospital. So I told him, well, that's where my dad was when he got a knee, knee replacement surgery. And he's like, that's what I do. Oh, good out of here. Nice. Okay. And he's like, do you know who? And I said, I got to tell you, it was so many years ago. My dad's long gone now. And uh, I said, I have no idea uh, who, did who, who did it. All I remember is, you know, we were there. He got his surgery and they wanted him up out of bed and walk in the hallway. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And he goes, yep, that's what we do. That's what you do, yeah. yeah so, and then he does weekend work at uh, Abington Hospital. Ironically. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. And then the father, you know, he retired Air Force. Nice. That's probably why he's in Colorado Springs. Probably. Yeah. 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 I guess so. So I guess he stayed out there. He said mm -hmm. he was originally from, he went to Great Valley High School, the father. That's, where's that? That's not Down in Malvern. Right? Okay. That's where I think yeah, Scotty's kid okay. went to, or Scotty's right. one kid went to Great Valley, I think. The mm -hmm. other one went to Malvern Prep, so. Nice. So the greats, episode 58, the greats to wear 58. I don't have many, Go like ahead. I said Start to you, I didn't. All right, so um, I got to go with, because I have his jersey, believe it or not. Okay, it doesn't say Storm on the back, but Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert. Here, I'll go with the uh, obscure one since you don't have very many, because I, I can think of some. Uh, of course, you know, I got to start with my Raiders. Monty Johnson, 70s. Monty Johnson? Who the fuck is Monty Johnson? He was a linebacker for the Raiders in his 70s, <laughs> man. And he was good. Wait do you hear my next one. Oh, boy. All right, I got a good one for you. Okay, good. Walker Lee Ashley was number 58, 58 for the Vikings 58 for, for the Vikings what was his number Penn State I don't know 37 I do remember that now I re didn't he wear like arm pads and shit it's one of the reasons I did too oh really you were a Walker Lee Ashley yeah, well, fan. He, I just like the name because he, he was tough and he played mm -hmm. our position he did he was, he, a was good, he was good he was a good player man uh, here's my next one also a Raider from the 83 uh, and you'll see the highlight all the time Jack Squire Remember he intercepted the yeah, yeah. interception for the touchdown at the end of the half. Yeah. How about Peter Bulware, great ex-Florida State, State player. Florida yeah. State, okay. You, you didn't mention the guy I was thinking about, Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas, yeah. Awesome, out of Alabama. Now, didn't he die? He died. He died in a car crash. Yeah. So he died way too young. I mean, they had that whole funeral at the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, right? Oh, did they, really? Yeah. Wow. They had a big thing for him. Wow. That was during the season, I think. Or was it? Near playoff time. Was that in playoff time? Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember. Was he still playing at that time? I think he was. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, how about Trent Cole for the Eagles? Trent Cole. That's a good one. How about from the Giants, Carl Banks? Carl Banks. Michigan wow. State guy. Good ball player. Oh, Man, did I miss good. that one? Yeah. Uh, how about Jordan Hicks for the Eagles? Jordan Hicks? Okay. Wasn't he Texas? Was he the guy that always getting hurt out of Texas? Hicks, yeah. Oh, yes. They, I remember when he drafted him. He was a. I thought he was a great pick. Yeah. Because he was a great tackler. Was he out of Texas? I don't know. I thought for some reason. Yeah, he was tough. Texas. Yeah, I think he was out of Texas. I'm gonna go with Wilbur Marshall. Wilbur Marshall, nice. We just mentioned him a couple episodes ago. Yes, we ago. did. Um, how about Von Miller? Von Miller, he's a good ball player. Broncos. Well, I, I always have my Raiders. I always got Cowboys. Mike Hagman. Oh man, I hate your Cowboys. So I don't like the Cowboys. I just they got a lot of good ball players, you know. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, I know. All right, here's one that played for the Phillies and the Red Sox. Ah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Papelbon. Jonathan Papelbon made you know had made the last out for the 2007 series. Yeah. He's a nut job. Yeah, he is quite. That. I remember he fought. Who he fought? Uh, Bryce Harper. He did. Yeah, when they were both on Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I forgot that Papelbon went down there. Because he left the Phillies, and he was not nice when he left the Phillies. Yeah. He was like, he wanted, I guess he wanted to stay here, and he didn't, because he played for the Phillies like five, six years or Did something. Did he really play that long yeah, for the Phillies? Yeah, he was with the Phillies for a while. Wow, I know he was with the Sox for about that long. Yeah, he was with the Phillies for like five years, man. Wow. All right, I'm going to go old school. And blew a lot of saves. Yeah, he was good with Process. the Sox, and then he just, they got rid of him at the right time. He was a nutcase, man. They got rid of him at the right time. Uh, I'm going to go with Isaiah Robertson. Remember him for the Rams back in the 70s? Now, unfortunately, he's infamous for that film where Earl Campbell runs him over. Ah. Oh. But he was a good ball player. He, he made yeah, who did he play for? The Rams, and then later Buffalo. Isaiah okay. Roberts. He was very good. Who was he playing for when Campbell runs over? The Rams. The Rams, okay. And, you know, shit, Earl Campbell ran over a lot of people. 
except Jack Tater. Huh. He, I don't know about that. He, he did get in. He did. But he didn't run over Jack. No, he Jack didn't. hit him and then he spun. And he spun. And, and he Earl said, Campbell said the, hard, the hardest hit I ever yes. got was from Jack Tatum. That's right. Uh, I only got one more. Like I said, I, I came up small this week, but Thomas Davis, linebacker for Carolina. Good ball Thomas player. Thomas Davis, Played yes. for years. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, yep, during yep. the Super Bowl run. And, uh, I don't think I had. Hold on, let me think. No, I don't have. Oh, Jesse Tuggle from the Atlanta Falcons. When the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, Jesse Tuggle, remember that guy? No, I don't remember. Jesse Tuggle, yeah, he was pretty good. Oh wait, I do remember that guy. Yeah. So it was the Super Bowl where they beat Minnesota. Well, they beat Minnesota to get into the Super yes. Bowl, and then they lost to Denver. Right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Dirty Bird or whatever the hell they were doing. Yeah. Who was that? Jamal Anderson. Jamal no, 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 Jamal. Yeah, he had the Dirty Bird dance. Yeah, yeah big Jamal Anderson, Anderson, was it? Anderson. I don't know. I don't know. He was pretty good. He was like a one-year wonder. He was a one-year. There's a lot of those one-year wonder backs where, well, running backs, you know, it's Icky just like, Woods with his icky dance. Icky, icky shuffle. Lesson to all you running backs: don't come up with a dance because then you're only a one-year wonder. I wonder, wonder how Peyton didn't dance. Do you, I wonder how what's his name's going to do when he comes back? Um, uh, Penn Stater. Miles Sanders. No. no. Oh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I, I got a feeling he's going to be fine. He's he's like one of those freaks of nature, like Adrian yeah, Peterson. I know. He is. He's like one of those. Uh, supposedly he's already healed up, and the dude just works out like a nut. He does. And he, you'd never hear about the guy. He doesn't go out and party. He's already married, got a couple kids. I think he just freaking works out. I didn't know that he was married because he always hangs he out. He got married right after he got out. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Mm. He's probably, but one of these kids, you never hear any trouble about the guy. So before we get to Morty with the yardstick, well, you know what? Let's play a couple of Mortys. Morty with the yardstick. So um, <laughs> let's see what we got with Morty. It's is been he, a is while. Is he commenting on the fans again? <laughs> he, Look at this guy. He has his own name on his jersey. That's a no-no. This is <laughs> since since tonight is game seven for the Sixers. Oh, the Sixers. Oh, we'll, we we'll talk play about a, those guys. We'll, we'll play a Sixers highlight from Morty with the yardstick here. Let's look at the pro game a little bit. Uh, we got oh, the Sixers-Lakers, okay. big game. Sixers up one, 15 seconds oh, here's left. A stick again. LeBron's got the ball up top. It's going to set up a yardstick. nice, beautiful play here with Schrader coming over to set a screen on Embiid. Yeah. Why is Embiid right up on Anthony Davis all the way out here away That's from the basket? Point. Sets himself up Dude, to get no picked basket. off by a midget. Does, yeah. that these two guys are just decoys spreading the floor over there mm-hmm. so there's no help coming. He comes over, Play Schrader, a little midget picks off Embiid, and Anthony Davis got no oh, help from Danny midget. Green. <laughs> goes right in for an easy lap, which cannot happen at this stage late in the game. Oh, this is your Watch there. Yeah. LeBron's got the ball. Midget man comes over. <laughs> Midget man. Le- uh, MB gets picked off. Easy layup for yeah, Anthony yeah, Davis. Right. Again, yeah. watch the pick. Should have separation. He gets easily picked off by a midget. And Anthony Davis goes right to the block. Just cannot happen. Oh, Doc God. Rivers, come on. Get your head out of your ass. Get your head true. out of your ass. Doc, Doc Rivers has coached very poorly in this series, I have to say. Uh, I have... Um, I have some concern. I love Doc. I think um, he was a good coach when he was with Boston, but he also had that Tom Thibodeau as his defensive uh, coach. Now I like Sam Cassell. Like Sam Cassell. So what happens now? You know, uh, oh, oh wait, we'll do the morning with the Arctic. Then we'll get into the Sixers. Okay. But um, this is. Let's see who. Midget picks him off. Nice. Let's see what we got here. This is a good one too. Okay, folks, you know I don't watch the NBA, but I did see highlights tonight. The NBA, and just wanted to just fill you in nice in case game. you missed it on what Luca did tonight. Got the Celtics up one against the Mavericks. 21 seconds left. Luca with the ball out on top. And let's watch what he does. Watch the step back. There's the art stick. Watch it. Eye hole. Oh, that's vicious. Now they're up. Two Celtics drives the lane. Brown gets the bucket. Now we got a tie ball game. Luca, you know you can't let him get to his spot. Do not let him get to that left hand, Ash. No. Who's got next? (laughs) Who's got next? (laughs) Who's next? (laughs) That's hilarious. Who's got next? Uh, there's our Morty for the, Morty with the art stick. Don't let him get to his spot. Some dudes have their little spots throughout the floor. It's so funny, right? 
Uh, who's like, got next? <laughs> it's so true, though. That is. People, I, I hate when people has a spot, man. Yeah. So get on that spot. That's a good call there, Dave. It is. So there you go. Morty with the art stick, our Schmegs shout out to the week. That is funny. Um, who's got next? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, his stuff is gold. <laughs> he does know his basketball. That's really good. It is good. He's got a lot of, there's a lot of funny ones in yeah. there, so I'll pick a few out oh, every Oh, yeah, week. like the one he did a couple of episodes we had where he was uh, doing a college game with the inbound, and he's like, why are they playing man-to-man? Yep. And he's right. Pack it in, man. Make it tough. Yep. Make him go over to bigs. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He knows his knows his shit, man. Well, we should call Morty. <laughs> Morty. <laughs> Ring him up. Um, so, the Sixers. Yep, game seven. Uh, this thing should have been over two games ago. So the thing is, I've watched this series. I've watched every game in the series. So the the first game, we're here. We're doing the podcast. They mm-hmm. get blown out. Yep. And uh, all I kept saying is, Doc's Doc's gonna know, Doc's gonna get his shit together and get it get it within fifteen. They did. They got it within well, they, three. They, he should have could have won that game. I don't know if should have. So could have. I felt like his his adjustments he made. They lost the game, but the adjustments he made carried over to game two where they blow him out. Mm-hmm. Game three. Sixers go out, get a huge lead, and then they blow the lead, (laughs) and they don't lose the game. They end up winning the game. They go up in the series two games to one, but I felt like, again, there goes the momentum. Just like in game one where the Sixers carry the Mm -hmm. momentum into game two, they carry the the Sixers win game three, the momentum carries Atlanta into game four. Now, game four is 26, right? The Sixers are up 26. I'm at the bar. I'm at the bar uh, in Skip Back, this Dutch Tavern. First time I've ever been there. Whole story behind being at the Dutch, by the way, uh, which I'll tell you in a second. And so I got Ben to my left and the guy Al from McDevitt over there to my right. Mm -hmm. Another guy from Abington, Chris Holloway, is over there watching the game with us. Yeah, you know the Holloway. That thing's something. Bo Holloway? Well, his son, his son's a really good basketball player. Okay. He plays for Devin Prep, uh, yeah. but he lives up in Collegeville now. What's too. his first name? Chris Holloway. He was much younger than us. He's yeah, that name sounds familiar though. I think he graduated. I'm gonna say like '89. Did, did he? Was he an option quarterback? No. Now you're thinking of Oklahoma. Jamil Holloway. Jamil Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Does he had a coach named Barry Switcher? <laughs> Jamil Holloway. That's funny. No, no, no. But there was a kid. Who was about two or three years younger than us? Who was this? And he was pushing uh, Andy, Andy Schneider's last year, his senior year. He was a kid who was an. Oh, you're right. His last name was Holloway. I think his name was Bo Holloway. And okay. He was supposedly very, very good. I wonder. I'll have he to ask him. He wasn't much of a passer, but he was a it good was, option. It's not him. Maybe it's his younger brother. Yeah, maybe. And I yeah. know he had a sister that was around our age, though. Holloway. Uh, yeah, I probably am confusing with the Jamil Holloway, but but I think there was that kid. There I think was. his name was Bo. It might have been a Bo Holloway. And it might have been. So, yeah, he was around the time of the dude that goes to Ohio State. He knew him. Oh, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, Eddie George. Who then went to, what, Virginia military? It's some military school for, I guess, his senior year. Or was or it something. Valley Forge? Military. But that was the same time the kid went to the Dolphins. Went to Notre Dame. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I actually met, bumped into that guy a couple of times. I forget his He's name. an Abington player. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made the interception against Florida State this season. He does. Seals or knocked it down. It, whatever, yeah. yeah, in the end zone. Yep. He was a great running back in high school. He was. Him and Eddie George, think about it, were the they same were, year oh, at right. Abington at the same time. Oh, yeah. He was something else. God, why can't we forget his name? I remember when they played McDevitt, and Christ, this kid ran all over him. Yeah. He, he might have been really one of the best players ever yeah, at yeah. Abington outside of Neely. Else, yeah. <laughs> I'll still Neely, put Neely yeah, up yeah. with anybody. I'll put Neely up there. What the hell? Seriously. Yeah, he was good. Good bowler, too. fucking great. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, my take on that. So, that game, they're up 26. Ben gets pissed at me because Al and I are arguing over the 83 Sixers who went 4-5-4, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, and the, the key thing was the Celtics fans had all the class – no, 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 they didn't play oh, the Celtics. That's that year. what I'm saying. Because the Bucks knocked them out, and the the five in the four five four was, was the, the Bucks. Bucks. It was Knicks, Bucks, Lakers, and the Bucks swept the Celtics that year. So I'm telling him this, yeah, they and didn't he's play them. he's arguing with me. That was the '82 Sixers Celtics who lost to the Lakers. Who lost to the Lakers? And, and he's BDL. telling me he's like going the championship. It was the classiest thing. Yeah, I go. That was '82. I said no, they didn't play the Celtics in '83. That was '82 because Boston, you know, three straight years I played Sixers Celtics. In 80, uh, Sixers won in five. They got up three to one. 
won it in five. Yeah. In game 81, they went up 3-1. Boston came back, won it in seven. Yeah. 82, again, th up 3-1. And then Boston pushed it to seven, but the Sixers won it in the garden. And that's when they chanted beat over in 82. Exactly. And that and that's what I'm saying. And um, yeah. and so then he's looking it up on his phone. Meanwhile, this guy, Ben, Ben's just getting pissed. He's like, but you guys watch the fucking game. It's down to 18 now. Right? And the next thing you know, and so then that, that sets yeah. Al off because I was like, they're going to lose. Al just keeps smart ass. They're going to lose. It's down to 16 now. They're going to lose. The, the, the way, this is why I don't like the NBA nowadays. Uh, you know, no one back in the day blew 26-point no. leads because you, you would play a half-court game, slow it down, eat up clock, and get conservative baskets. Even you, if they outscore you 2-1, to one, there's no way they're going to catch up in, right. a, in a short period of time. And it reminds me of, and I'll go back way back to like the 90s, 90 and 93. The only teams that would blow a big game like this was the Portland Trailblazers. And the reason was is they were running and gunning, except now every team plays that way. Yep. You know, I hate to say the Trailblazers were ahead of their time because they freaking I hated watching them. Because they'd be up 20, 25 and blow a lead like this. It's, how the hell do you blow a lead like this? Now this is commonplace, right. blowing big leads. It's, it's ridiculous. So then it comes down to, you know, they're down. Um, they play the other night. What was it? Friday night. Friday night, yeah. And um, they're down early. I think they got down 10, yeah. 8 or 10. And then the fourth quarter, man, again, Curry keeps stepping up. Yeah, he's, he's, he's decent. Well, it comes from good stock. I mean, his brother and his dad. Yeah, you know, so Seth Curry and uh, Embiid, you know, Embiid's a little... They're like double and triple teaming him. And it's funny. They can't, they can't stop the guy. But I mean, the last podcast, really... though, I said, if I were Atlanta or any team to beat the Sixers, take Embiid off and take out, you know, I, I think at the time I said, you know, Danny Green, whatever it was, but now he's hurt. But, you know, now it's Curry and go get your best defender on Harris one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and just say, okay, you guys beat me. Simmons and... Fiebel or Simmons ain't gonna be anyway. The Corkmaz. Now, if so you now they throw Corkmaz in there, and all of a sudden Corkmaz he can hit. So it'll be interesting tonight yeah. to see what happens. I felt like the last game on Friday night, Trey Young just played as great as he could play. Yeah. Now I think if the you know the Sixers, I'm their key lost. obviously is Embiid. They can't stop Embiid. He's good, but when his legs go and he's got a bad knee, his shots become erratic. He takes bad shot selection. So if I'm Atlanta, my key is to wear his ass out. So I run him. I run him and make him beat run, 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 and wear him out so that in the fourth quarter, his legs are shot and he's taking, he's shorting his shot. He can't make dunks. He has to go for layups. Just like they did with game uh, five. Right. You know, wear out and beat. But that being said, for the Sixers, they can't stop him beat. I mean, you see him. He, he put the ball up high. No one can get up there and defend yeah. that guy. If he takes nice, easy shots, you know, 10 feet and in, He's going to score 30, 35, and they can win. Now, this Ben Simmons guy, now, I don't really watch the NBA anymore, and I've heard all sorts of criticism on all the sports radios about him. I'm thinking, geez, how bad can this guy be? Oh, I watched the last four or five minutes, and Christ almighty, I've never seen a superstar hide from the ball. I mean, you watch tonight, especially in the fourth quarter. He, yeah, you know, I've most guys are this. trying to fight to get open, get away from their man, get to an open zone. As uh, Dave just said, get to your spot, get to your favorite spot. But this guy will, he, he almost plays a disappearing act. He will try to hide in between, in a crowd. It's like he's hiding from somebody. And he does not want to touch that ball at all. And then the last two minutes, which is smart on Doc's part, pull him out on the offensive end so you never have him in there because he's not going to want to shoot anyway. Which I thought was decent coaching. I think he was smart on it because you can't make a damn free throw. But I, I mean, you I mean come on, you're a pro basketball You're a pro player. basketball player. You've grown up. Wanting the ball and scoring. I mean, he drives to the ball, drives to the hoop. Get the ball and drive to the hoop, man. Right. You know, and if, if you get fouled, well, you're not going to make them, but, you know, you're going to drive up their fouls. You know, whoever's covering you is going to have a bunch of fouls on you. You know, and, and this guy, the thing that bothers me about this guy is he wants to be considered elite. You're not elite. Think about any elite player in the history of NBA. Have they ever hidden from wanting the ball at the end? No. Did Bird Magic and Jordan hide? No, you wanted them to have the ball. And as an opposing team, you're like, shit, I hope they don't get the ball. Would you give an open jump at a, a Bird Magic or Jordan? Hell no. No, Give he's not question. elite. He's very good, but he's not elite. Yeah, he, but the thing is, if he wants to even be very good, 
you got to want the ball. You got to be able to score in crunch time. Even he doesn't want to touch the ball. Even like you can equate him to a guy like I mean, different position, right? Because this guy is a good playmaker, right? He he can when I mean Ben Simmons can dish the ball and put it right where he can put it right into the yeah. guys. I mean, I for, remember for JJ first, Redick for the first three quarters he'll do that. The fourth quarter he he he's doesn't terrify. Well, I thought the other night was pretty awesome that he gets in foul trouble early. When Tyrone Maxey comes in, a fucking rookie. I like this kid. Number zero, right? Yeah. Him I like. Dude, he plays He's got with some guts. No balls. I mean, I mean, he's, he's got, like, yeah, he puts yeah, his yeah. ball. I mean, he's got tons of balls, I yeah, should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kid, uh, him I like. Him <laughs> I like. He's got guts, you know? But tons Ben Simmons, come fourth quarter, you might as well just bench the dude. And he's saying, it's, oh, he's an elite defender. Elite players don't like. disappear in the fourth quarter. He doesn't want anything to do with the ball. You watch him tonight. Yeah. He will hide. If he could hide in the stands, he would. And that's my problem with Harris, though. Harris sort of wants the ball and never finishes at the hoop. Right. And I'm like, Dude. I mean, you got to have somebody who who wants to shoot. You know, you can. Hey, if I you give me an open shot, I'm taking it, and right. I'm going to hit it most of the time. And like that's JJ Reddick. You want somebody like that? Yeah, and that's where Curry stepped up in this series. You want somebody? Curry's like that. been that way, and that's where we miss Danny Green right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he'll step up. He'll make that shot. Yeah. Uh, and Harris, they paid him a lot of money to do that, and he's not doing it. He That's doesn't it. do it. It's not. It's not happening. But I'll be interested to see what happens. So that it was weird, right? So somebody misses a shot. I think Curry misses the shot. Embiid gets that rebound under the hoop, puts it back in, and if you look, right, he is putting his arm up, and um, Collins is on him. And then they, the two of them end up on the ground. Oh, and he fell. And then he, like, shoved him or he kicked him or shoved him. He shoves Embiid, and then Embiid gets up. And, my God. He's a big man. He's he got puts a his arms out sprint, yeah. his arms out to the side by just pushing the guy yeah, back with his yeah, chest, yeah, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then the guys are coming off the Hawks bench. Now, that's an immediate suspension for it's the next game. Be, yeah, yeah. Not that I don't know. It should be a technical foul, too. It should be a technical foul. So, you can't leave the bench area. So, I don't know if that was cold. We'll see what happens. Uh, It may have been suspension, but the the technical was not. But Embiid's wingspan, and you see when he puts the ball up high, no one can get up there with him. If if he, now, he he may work on his game. If he works on a few, you know, uh, up and under moves, a few uh, a la Kevin McHale moves, this dude's going to be unbelievable because he has a nice touch. Um, he's just got to get a little bit better in shape. Got to get his knee in shape. But he's got some moves. He's a heck of a ball. He showed me something. But this Simmons, he's a bum. He's so blows. now, last night, the Bucks beat the Nets. Loved it. Love it. Yeah. So one less super team. Yeah, let's let's get three superstars. You together realize? Super, you, I hate that super. Do you super team? They shit. never once played a playoff game together. All three this year. So good. I mean, uh, that know. happens. You know, teams, you know, you got to get an injury. Well, Ir- Kyrie Irving's playing. KD starts playing. KD, Irving. And then Irving gets hurt. Then, then all of a sudden, Harden's back. Harden's back, yeah. And well, he stepped up, whatever. He said it was great. And, of course, you know, all, all their interviews last night, well, I don't want to make this excuse, but if we had all three of us, well, you just made the excuse. You just made you the just excuse. Said, now, uh, Durant, he's a heck of a ball player. My God. He seems like a jerk, but, I mean, he's a heck of a ball player. You know, as he said, hey, if my big toe wasn't so big, we win that game. It's true. Right. Damn near was, he can play. He's a shooter. They That's all it. can play. They're great ball players. But I got to think about that, right? I mean, is that just because I'm not a basketball player? And I watch that shot, and he's got to know, right? Like, why wouldn't he step back a little further as he catches yeah. that ball and make well, sure I, that yeah. was a three? Because he just yeah. wanted to get rid well, of it you, fast. You, you, well, you start thinking, worrying about where your feet are. I know. And then, you know, you, then your, your release isn't good. Yeah. You know, he probably thought, hey, I'm just about where I should be, you know? I don't know. He just, he just turned he, it he's a heck of a ball. He is a heck of a ball player. He yeah. really is. So that's two. Ties the game. They go to overtime. They go to overtime. Then it was 6-2 to two in overtime. And so, yeah. Which is weird. For five minutes, two points? Two Are you points. kidding me? You're supposed to be and a they super scored the first two points. But they were exhausted. That was yeah, like yeah. a heavyweight fight. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Durant, he, he played uh, with the, the whole game. Didn't he play? Every, every minute. And then uh, Harden, who's... Played every he, minute also. And he's also on one leg. He's hurting. Oh, fuck him. That so bullshit. His beard. But I mean, but I'm just tired of these super teams, super teams. And as, as I was saying to somebody the other day, and now it's true, the 2021 champs have been eliminated. Because they yeah. crowned them in the beginning of the year. Right. So now they're gone. And now and I'm the, glad. And I, I, I really wish this would be the end of the super team trend. 
let's get three great guys. Hey, let's get together and make a super team. So it's it's yeah. How about it, right? So it's one of those things now, right now, right? You're mm-hmm. you're at the point now. If you're a Sixers fan like I am, and you go, all right, we got Game Seven at home tonight right. against the Hawks. Please don't blow this. Um, you know the Bucks are sitting there waiting, right? And I, I don't think they can beat the Bucks. You don't think the Sixers can beat the Bucks? No. Uh, okay. No. I think they win tonight. I think they win tonight I, because they're at home, but I don't think they can beat the Bucks. I think they match up well against the Bucks. They're three zero uh, and three against the Bucks this year. I thought they beat the Bucks. Mm-mm. So the Bucks beat them Christmas Day three day, three times. They showed it today. Oh wow! So okay. they showed you know who gets by. Like the Bucks are two and one against the Hawks and three and zero against the Sixers. Oh wow! So, but uh, just the way they're playing. You know the Bucks have other options. You know they got the Greek freak. They got the kid who uh, Holiday who used to be on the field. Uh, Sixers. Sixers. I love Drew Holiday. And then they have Thank this you. Middleton guy who yeah. made the last shot. He seems pretty good. He's big. You know, and then they have this big. You know, they, they actually have players. some guys who they have a nice team. They have yeah. the big guy uh, Lopez, I think, is who plays de- decent defense. Yeah. Now he's going to be leaning on uh, Embiid, wearing him down. I thought he was on. Uh it, maybe it's not. He was on the Nets. Yeah, maybe no. it's maybe it's somebody else. Something, but the hey, Bucks have some wait. big dude. Wait, did, did the Nets have Lopez and uh, the ex Oklahoma guy? Oh, uh, Blake, what's his name? Griffin. Blake. I was about to say Blake. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> maybe Lopez is on the. He Bucks. might be. They have some big dude yeah. who had a, a big block near the end of the game last night. Yeah. And I thought it was Lopez. Maybe it's not. But they got some big giant guy. He's not a great ball player, but he's a big old body who's mm. going to be leaning on Embiid, wearing him down. Right, I don't know. Making um, his life miserable. I'm just happy we got a chance. Yeah, um, I got a chance. I think they're going to win tonight. I don't. I think they will. It, you think they will win tonight? I think the Sixers will win tonight. Okay, I home. felt like Trey Young. Should, they should have won the last three in a row. They've won one out of three. They should have won all three. I said the only game I felt like they lost was the first one. Right. And they you almost know? damn near pulled that off. Yeah. Now, the other night, I felt like we stalled that game. In the Friday? fourth quarter. Yeah, Friday night. Because I felt like Atlanta played as good as they did on in mm-hmm. game one. Right. I felt they were like they were missing Bogdanovich in the yeah. second half when that dude was hurt and stayed on the bench. I don't know. I I um I don't know. It's like every you just gotta win and survive and, and see what happens. Survive and yeah, I, I think the key By to By the way, that kid it. from Villanova plays on the Bucks and he's been out. He might I don't, oh no, he's out. He's He's definitely out. Who's that? Archie Diacomo or whatever. Oh, right? yeah. He's on their team? I think yeah, he so, hasn't right? played. I or DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo? Okay. Yeah, I said the wrong one. Diacomo is yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, the DiVincenzo is on the box, and okay. I think he... I didn't see him the other night. No, he's uh, hurt. Okay. He hasn't played. He's hurt, so but I don't I mean, think he can... If I'm Doc, uh, Doc Rivers, I'm going to tell our boy Ben, hey, listen, you suck in the fourth quarter, but put the pedal to the middle first three quarters, take the ball, drive to the hoop. If you get fouled, screw it. But, you know, he, he's great when he goes to the hoop, you know? So then the fourth quarter, I would just bench him and put that young kid in. He's a good ball player. And then um, uh, what about the West? You had the Jazz. Yeah, the Suns and the Clippers. The Jazz got upset by the Clippers. Yeah. I don't know if Without, upset. Without uh, Kawhi. Kyrie. Okay, Kawhi Leonard, yeah. Kawhi Leonard doesn't play. And Paul George finally steps today. up. Matter of fact, they're probably playing right now. Yeah, but neither is Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah. So you got – I mean, Chris Paul – has been carrying the Suns, him and Devin Booker. Yeah. I know the Sixers can't beat the Suns. Maybe the Clippers. Yeah. Even with Kawhi, I think the Sixers match up well against them. I don't, I don't think the Sixers coming out of the East. Wow. I really don't. I think it's the Bucks versus... But the Bucks always choke, man. I didn't, I was watching those They're first two games. They damn near choked last night. They were four with 16 seconds. I know. But the first two games, you watch the Nets blow out. The Bucks, and I'm like, yeah. this well, team absolutely I, I think, sucks. Uh, Kyrie and uh, and Durant play very well together, and that's mm. the, the key. And then then they won Game Three to Bucks, and then Game Four, uh, Irving gets hurt, and then it was a different story. And then Durant, it's like Durant for himself for a game where he scored like 49. That's points. unbelievable. He, he's a ball player. He he can play, and he's got a nice shot. You know, he, you know he's a seven foot guy. So when he wants a rebound, he'll go get it. Now he doesn't go down there and right. bang all the time. But when he has to, he will go get it. But it's been a while, and we'll do that on our Mount Rushmore. But it's been a while, even though in a losing effort, where you saw a guy, you know, it was like Jordan versus the Celtics 
Oh, God, yeah, Jesus. 63 points, I remember that. You know? And it was just like a guy that just wills his team and carries yeah, his yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was before um, you oh, know, that was, was, was Doug Collins was the coach for the Bulls then. It was no, before. I don't even think. I think it was Stan Albeck was the coach oh, of the Bulls. Uh, but it was Jordan four stiffs. Yep. They had nobody. Literally. And, you know, the only thing they saw, and they all took turns trying to catch cover him and nobody could cover him. I mean, now, you know, the Nets nobody. obviously isn't like that, but that's kind of the yeah. effort that that night where he, uh, Durant beats in Milwaukee. That's a good one you just pointed out. The single, if that was a hell of an effort. Jeez. And that was a, that was a, and that was one of the best uh, uh, NBA uh, playoff teams I said was the 86 Celtics. Yes. And they had, what, four or five Hall of Famers and most of them were starting. This dude, every you know, And it was he him just, against five guys. And it was like, just, and my God, that yeah. was when I felt like Jordan, I mean, Jordan. Oh, that's what I, I mean, you always knew Jordan was Jordan, but, the, you know, I mean, Bird said, he goes, that wasn't Michael Jordan. That was that was God disguised as Michael Jordan. Guy just could do anything, I mean, man. my God, I mean, he was unbelievable. Just the energy and everything he brought oh, to every my, game. You couldn't stop him. Yeah, but, they, you know, he still lost. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, but it was a hell of an effort. But Durant, you know, he played a great effort. His last three games in that series were tremendous. He is a, he's a great ball player. Yeah, so we'll see what happens out west there. I don't know. Uh, it should be, I mean, you're right. They are, are they playing right now? That's right, yeah. They were supposed to play at 330. That's why I was thinking, why not put the sixes on at 330 in that one later? I think it's Sunday night television is a big deal. It's, you know, yeah. having, to, ha- having to know a little bit about yeah. the ratings. Okay. and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Sunday night is okay. Is it? It's me. It's they why the Super Bowl is always six o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah, that should be on a Saturday, so you can. They're talking drink. about moving it to Saturday night. Are they? They should. Yeah, because, because there's now you know they no, do the out of home. They're going to make Super Bowl Monday like a national. It holiday. was Sunday because we had no way of. There was no out of home measurement. It was an estimate, right? Yeah. So if you start doing out of home measurement, which is happening now. Man, you, you got ratings on that thing. A Saturday night would be a good oh thing. Parties, whatever. Oh, the parties would really be something else. Sue has said that for years. Yeah, a lot of people say have said that. Because, I, I mean, I watch it, and I just stay mellow. Like, I'll drink the first half and, you know, you know, lay back on the second half because you got to work on Monday. Yeah. You know? All right, so the Phils. Um, again, they bounce back. Ball. Bounce back at the win yesterday. I just hate the fact that Gabe Kapler is the best team in baseball. I hate him. Yeah, yeah, they got. Anyway, so anyway, the Phil's game was on there. (laughs) Okay. And uh, sorry, I detoured over that. Jeez, we really did. Sorry, man. Okay, we're back on the main highway. Here we go. I'm just a. I am. Do we have another Morty with the? You're my friend, (laughs) and I know I'm. You're my friend. I got to tell you, I am a powder keg right now with this whole PC push in this country. I know. I wish we could go back to when we grew up and. You know, there was no politically correctness, and we would just talk and chop it up and hash it out. And I love that. Yeah. We would talk, and we would talk about our differences, and most of the times we would laugh at our differences. White and black, like, you guys do this, we do that, and we would And we would and, learn from them. And we would learn from it, and we would then emulate it, and they might emulate us, and, yep. and we got a big kick out of it. I and we became you. closer friends because of it. I, I listened to, you know, hip-hop music, and, you know, I brought that to... Mm-hmm our school mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. right I'm going to take credit for that at least to the the, the football dummies team. like me it's a football team like me you and and so Dougie. and the other thing I did by the time we graduated I had Johnny Stone a huge fan of Rush so and uh, Chachi too he was a big fan of uh, Rush right. too exactly Chachi mm-hmm. and it was like all that I mm-hmm. you know what I mean I brought the music into our locker room yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like I but I, it was like I brought the white kids into the, the dance yeah, music yeah, and hip hop, and we would and flood we go to TJs, TJs yeah, yeah. blacks and whites together because we didn't care, man. We were and then friends. Then we would talk. We would all talk about our differences, and like I remember, many times it would be me, Doug, Jim, Jim, and Lou Stone, and we'd be out, you know, in the middle of a field drinking beer, talking about our differences and laughing. Yeah. Like you guys do what? Yeah, we do this. We do that. We and we would talk about everything. We would talk about how we went to church. We would talk about how we celebrated holidays. Different stuff. Funerals. How do you guys handle f- everything? Right. We talked. There was nothing sacred. We would talk about everything. How does your parents punish you? Do you do this? You know. And we would talk about every little thing and compare it. And some. And a lot of times we had a lot of uh, similarities. Sometimes we had differences. Sometimes we'd laugh about it. Sometimes we're like, Oh wow, I'm glad we don't do that. Whatever. But we right. talked it out. And that's what needs to happen. And that's why we became pretty close friends. But it's so far. Like the divide is so far. 
the the problem that I have, Jimmy. Nobody's talking. That's a hope. No one's communicate. It's just a social media. They want to drive the, the whole thing Sit right down now. And talk. Is they want both sides, the extreme on both sides, want to drive everything further apart. They well, don't like yeah, that middle. Yeah, they, they, they don't like the where media, we were. Blah, blah. Let's sit down and you talk But it's it funny. All it's out, like man. sixty. Five, it up. 65% of this country is where we live, in that middle. Yeah. Some go and vote and pull the lever to the left, some pull it to the right. And they're all stuck in that middle. I'm in that middle, right? And when Trump first came along, he went after that middle. And he won that middle over. Then Trump got in office, and his typical is all... You know, I like the guy, but he became a politician by the end, right? Yeah. He, before, he was just an awkward jackass. Said whatever the Very fuck awkward. was on his mind, kind of like the yeah. jackass that you got to share this podcast with. <laughs> Only I am not a narcissistic prick like that fucker. Well, he needed to, if he would just have shut up half the time, he'd be okay, but he couldn't shut I, up. I, just be quiet. I think it'll come out that I think he just, just lost it mentally through everything that would ride on him. Well, all the and pressure he, of. And you're so narcissistic. Said. If you're that narcissistic and the press knew that, that they just kept pounding him and pounding him and pounding him. He couldn't take it. His fucking ego couldn't yeah, take yeah. it. So And he just yeah. he would just throw his cannons out at everybody. He was trying to destroy in the back end of things like networks and shit. Yeah. But uh, and then meanwhile we're left with what we're left with. Anyway. So anyway. So we're um You were talking about something about the fills, but yeah, the Phil. So anyway, it was cool. They came back and won the game. Thir- it was six six at the time. I got up from that table and went inside. It was six six, and then they ended up winning the game thirteen six. It was really cool. Bases loaded at the time I came in. And yeah, the name of this episode will be sidetracked. <laughs> Fucking tangent alert. Tangent alert. There you <laughs> go. Right in about the middle. <laughs> we should have stuck with Morty with the yardstick. Would have been all right. All right. See, I got you uncomfortable now. <laughs> Shit. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fucking. Nah, I'm telling you, man. This is my problem right now. I keep telling it to my wife. I'm like, I, I am just. I just can't take how much is getting pushed on me, that. Jimmy. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody's kind of. You know, the, the key players need to sit down and talk. The hell with this social media bullshit. All right, so let's um, let me pull out some would you rather's here. All right, we'll spin it to some fun. All right. Yeah. Um, how about this one? Because this would be a good one. I know we've done this right now. Okay. Would you rather have a pause or rewind rewind button on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. I don't want to pause or you know we chopped it up. That's fine. We talked about. Yeah. It. You know, I don't. We don't have to rewind. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So uh, first, would you rather? Would you rather be uh, so afraid of heights that you can't go to the second floor of a building or be so afraid of the sun that you can only leave the house on rainy days? Well, I don't want to do that. I mean, I am uh, scared of heights, but I can get to the second floor. I, I No, I'd rather... Uh, i, I got to come outside. I'm not going to be afraid of the sun. That's me. Like, I, It's funny. Like, you got to go outside. What, do you got to stay in the house? I don't think there's a day, Ben, where I don't go outside. Like, first of all, I get up every morning, whether it's raining, whatever. I go out and I walk my dog. Yeah, I always go out for a walk. You know, well, as Morty making fun of me that I wake up so early in the morning, but... Well, you're going to bed at 8.30, so yeah. But I do. I'm I'm out with my dog early in the morning. I do my two and a half miles. I come back, you know. The sun is still up when you go to bed. Huh? The sun is... It is now, so I'm not going to bed that early anymore. That's like going to sleep in Alaska. No, I've been up till... I could show you my sleep pattern. I've been up till like ten thirty every night lately. Yeah, well, I mean, you'll be up late tonight. With but the that being said, I'm up at five in the morning every fucking day. So, okay. Oh, any interest in the GPI on Monday night? What's that? Oh man, GPI is a great bar. That's Tony just sent that oh, out to GPI. Andrew and myself. Uh, what's that? G- what GPI? I didn't know what that was. Gravel Pike Inn. Okay. It's right down from the high school okay. dive bar. Ooh. Nice, great is, dive bar. Nothing wrong, wrong with a nice dive bar. This is a great dive bar. They have unbelievable food. Oh, great. So we'd love to get you there sometime. Okay. So, All right, next, um, would you rather? Um, oh, we just did that one. God damn it. How did I have that one again? What? Or, what I, did we what? Yeah, didn't we do this one? Would you rather hunt and butcher your own meat or never eat meat again? I don't know if we said it exactly like that. Yeah, I guess it was a little. I'd different. rather hunt and butcher my meat. You gotta have meat. What the hell? Are you gonna eat salad? What are you gonna turn into a rabbit? Screw that. 
I'll go hunt. I'll get that damn, uh, you know, groundhog. groundhog. Okay, that fucker. I saw him yesterday. I should have chased him and got, I think I can catch that fucker. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I'd rather hunt and butcher my own. You know, meat. I'll learn after a while how to butcher it and get it right. Yeah. Cook them up. Uh, here's a goofy one. Would you rather have to wear every shirt inside out or every pair of pants backwards? Uh, shirt inside out. Yeah, me too. Easy. Yeah, easy. easy. I don't want to look like, uh, what was that? Those that guys? the bad pa- pants on was backwards? That the, yeah, Jump. They sang that song. Oh, oh those little kids. Yeah, where the hell? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jump, jump, jump. Uh, I forget their name. <laughs> they had all their clothes on backwards, remember? Yeah, Christ almighty. No, no, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to do that. That'd be awfully difficult. All right, would you rather be absolute, the absolute best at something that no one takes seriously mm-hmm. or be average at something well-respected? Oh, uh, Christ, be great at something no one respected. Depends on what that thing is. Uh, I, to, can I make money doing it? Sure. Nice. Okay, yeah, so I'll be absolutely great at something, yeah. Uh, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking, you know? Yeah. I mean... I'm average at everything as is. Yeah, well, of course. Okay. Hey, but I want to be. I want to be. If I was like the absolute best fucking dice thrower, or yeah. you know what I mean, or like I want somebody to like, call on me. Like you know, I want my lifeline. Hey, you call Jimmy. He's really good at. Yeah. Actually, I am kind of good at something like as absolutely like I'm great at naming presidents. Like who's right. So if you ever need to, you know, trivia night, you have presidents, and my sister would do it all the time. In so, order, do you know the vice presidents too? Not so much a vice president, yeah. but the presidents in order. Yeah, give me a number. I'll, I'll give it to you. All right, so that's and then good. after when we're done, I'll show you seven. How okay, that's Andrew Jackson. That's easy. Come on. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, so Washington. One. Come on. No, no, no. Oh, Go you on. want me to give me the order? Yeah, Washington. Washington. John Adams. Jefferson. Quincy uh, Adams. No, no, no. He's six. Oh. Come on, Quincy Adams. No, Who's John four? Adams. Then three is uh, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Jackson, Martin Van Buren, William Henry Harrison, Tyler. Eleven is Polk, Zachary Taylor, Millard. No, Fillmore is not twelve. <laughs> you want you want to go through all these? Out and yeah. when we're done. I'll get this. <laughs> That's awesome that you know that real, that well. I used to really really be good. Who was the guy that was there twice, like twenty two and? He was twenty two and twenty four. Grover Cleveland. See that? See, yeah. I knew that. How about that? Right. You know who's number 23 in between them? Don't. Benjamin Harrison. He's a grandson of William Henry Harrison, who's number nine. Who was the first in the 20th century? First president, 20th century. First, well, it's technically it's, uh, William McKinley, who's number 25, who followed him after he got assassinated. 26. Okay, so I always thought the first was. Um, is that right? Yeah, William McKinley. See, I always I, thought it was Roosevelt. No, he, he was the one who was a vice president, and then he oh. was 26. So he got assassinated, and he was... Oh, so I shouldn't know that McKinley, because I went yeah. to McKinley Elementary School. Who, by the way, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was the youngest president. Kennedy was the youngest elected president. Okay. That's great. That's good yeah, trivia. Yeah, that's good. Very good. So when they say, who's the youngest president? So it was Teddy Roosevelt. Kennedy was the youngest elected. How old was Kennedy? Kennedy was 43. Kennedy was, was 42, but how, he took over. How old was um, Clinton? He was pretty young. Uh, yeah. Clinton, by the way, was 42. Um, geez, I, I'm going to say 46. Yeah. And then Obama 40. was pretty young. Yeah, he was probably like about maybe 45, 46. Yeah. yeah. About the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like, you know, uh, that's good that you know those that well. I mean, yeah. I could probably go back in my lifetime really good, right? I could just rattle those off, but that's not too hard, right? Yeah. Um, I guess it would be Nixon, Ford. Um, no, I guess it's Johnson, Nixon, Ford. Yeah, um, Johnson was for us, yeah. 26. Yeah, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Reagan Bush, Clinton, Bush, Bush Obama. Uh, Obama, Trump, Biden. Biden. Yeah, there That's my, there's my lifetime. There you go. Pretty good that I rolled yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I could probably do the vice presidents during that time also. During that time. Uh, the, the, the tricky part with vice presidents, you get something into like FDR who had four, four vice presidents. Well, no, two of them were. He, he, he changed a few at the end. Yeah. Like he had a guy named George Clinton, not from P-Funk, a guy named George Clinton. George Clinton and the Parliament Funk. Funkadelic. And then he had uh, Truman. That's awesome. All right, so we did Would You Rather. Um, 
Oh, I got a Florida man story. Oh, I did right. prep with that. I usually copy and paste those in as soon as I see them. All right. So here we go. Florida man beat someone with a golf club after being told course was closing. Oh, a Volusia County man. Volusia County again. Here we go. Oh, is that Volusia, yeah. <laughs> a Volusia County man is being accused of beating someone with a golf club. Law enforcement said that David Foster attacked an employee at New Smyrna Beach Golf and Country Club. He allegedly hit a man with a driver until the head of the club broke off. Wow. Deputies said that Foster got upset when he was told the course was closing and he had to get out. Employees at the golf course reportedly saw video of the incident. The guy who beat him told him he would kill him and reach behind him, grab the club, a driver, out of his bag, and with one hard blow on the back of the head, knocked him to the ground, one said. Fox 35 has been told the victim was so shaken up at after the attack that he decided to quit his job at the golf course. Don't blame him. So he, he ruined somebody's uh, career. That sucks, man. Florida man guy. What's your deal? What is it with somebody getting hit with a golf club ruining somebody's career? Didn't uh, Ellen Woods hit you? Who? Tiger's wife. Didn't she fucking smash yeah, him? She ruined his career, yeah. I don't know if that was a driver. I think she was hitting him with an iron. Yeah, she was smashing some windows. Yeah, Wasn't that funny though? Like you think back to that whole we, you know, we did something on this last year. I think yeah, on the yeah. Tiger special camp, but it was like, oh, and 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 his wife smashed out the window to rescue him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. did your bullshit. She's trying to kill his ass. She was trying to kill his ass, oh, man. Poor Tiger. All right, him and cars were not a very good combination. Still not, right? Nope. So this is our tangent uh, episode. So um, let's go with our Mount Rushmore of the week since we're already at an hour. Um, Greatest NBA performances in the playoffs. Okay. Go ahead. So win or lose, right? Win or lose. I mean, we've talked a little bit about. Yeah, we just talked about Durant, who was kind of on a losing after he had a great game. Right. yeah, so we we had uh, Durant, we had mm-hmm. um, on the losing end, and we also talked about Jordan on the losing end, also. Mm-hmm. Um, so two really good one performances. Um, I know Barkley had some good ones. Iverson mm-hmm. had some good mm-hmm. efforts. Um, so I don't know. I, I I really don't know NBA that great. Um, but I will. I mean, the one that stands out to me was. The 1980 NBA Finals where Magic Johnson plays center. Kareem's Kareem, out. Kareem was hurt. Game six in 1980. At, in, yep. at Philadelphia. In Philly, yep. And he literally played center. Played center. I think it was his rookie year, too. It was his rookie year, wasn't it? And he year. takes the Sixers down. Takes them down. He played. He scored like, he did a triple-double. He had like 46 points. Yeah. 10 rebounds, a bunch of assists. That, that one stands at me. I will still say the Jordan 63-pointer yep. stands out for yep. me, even in yep. a losing cause. Um, LeBron against Golden State. I hate LeBron James, but, um, you know, he was playing for Cleveland at the time, and his just will to win that series, and he comes down and and just blocks that shot. I think that was like the game, the the series turner. That might have been a game five. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, that guy. That was a great warrior. Now, I think Kyrie was on uh, Cleveland, wasn't he? Kyrie Irving, was he on that team? Kyrie Irving, I believe, was on that team. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but still, um, you know, I'm not a big fan, but of LeBron. But I will tell you, that guy's will to win that series. Yeah, and then you could just some of those nights with Kobe, um, he, you know, where Kobe just had the will to win, even though he mm-hmm. had Shaq on the team and stuff, and and mm-hmm. I guess what three of those that he yeah. won. Yeah. Um, but. You know, there was just nights where Kobe was on both ends of the floor, shut it down, shutting people down on defense, and then on offense, just just strong. So there's my four: Magic, yeah. Jordan. I mean, Durant the other night was amazing, but yeah. I, I, you know, I'll throw Kobe in there, and even I'll throw that fucking LeBron performance. So there's my four, yeah, as best as yeah. I can okay. throw them out. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll try to stay away from those and give some other ones because there's a lot of them out there. I'm going to start with a, a one that's probably a sore spot for the Sixer fans, but. Uh, 1977 Bill Walton versus uh, the Sixers game six he's on Portland and you know the Sixers had they they were the uh, more talented team but Portland was the better team right and Bill Walton just was dominant in that game had a uh, you know probably over 30 points 
15 or more rebounds, and he was just terrific. But you know, he may, I don't think he had a triple-double, but he was really passing the ball very well. So 77, game six, Blazers. Uh, I will go with, um, ooh, let's see. I'll go with Bird. Uh, I'm going to say 1991. I'm going to go a couple Bird games because he I obviously watched him. Uh, versus the Pacers, where Bird actually got hurt late in the game, where he fell, hit his face on the floor in the garden. He goes in. Yeah, the, the trainer was going to sit him because he thought he had a concussion. He snuck out. Bird came out and then lit them up. Because uh, what's his name? Uh, the rifleman uh, person was talking shit. Chuck Person. Chuck Person's like, oh, he's old. He's done. And then all of a sudden, you know, like his teammates are like, oh shit, don't, 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 don't get this guy started. And then next thing you know, Bird starts lighting them up. Uh, also, same thing happened in '88, uh, Game Seven. Uh, it was Dominic versus Bird, fourth quarter, and Game Seven, Hawks versus Celtics. Somebody and Bird was having a lousy game up to that point, and Dominic's going off, and then somebody said, "Bird's done. He's awful." And Dominic's like, "Yeah, pissed off. right." Next thing you know, he hits like the next eleven shots in a row, and carried the Celtics in that one. Uh, and then Jordan. That was a good series. That was a great series. Yeah, because that uh, was you know Neek never got there, right? It's never like, got there. And Doc Rivers was on that team for uh, yeah. uh, Atlanta as well. They had a nice team. Um, yeah, absolutely. Then I'll go with uh, uh, Jordan with his uh, the flu game, uh, and oh, Jordan yeah. has a ton of good games. I mean, I he had the, the flu he game. had the game against Cleveland where he hits the last shot. The 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 flu game against uh, Utah. Then there was another Craig game. Elo or for, uh, Craig Elo for uh, uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the flu game, he's exhausted and he just lit it up. Was that against the Jazz? That was against the Jazz in the yeah. finals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another game the next year where he just took over and he stole the ball at the end from. Uh, Carl Malone, which is another good. Jordan has a ton of great games. He does. I mean, he just, you know, he always finds a reason to get motivated like he needed when he was so damn good. But he, he has a ton of games that we're probably ignoring, but those are my four. Anybody obscure that we missed, like where you just saw like either like a Durant the other night where they just carried their team, you know? Well, yeah, I can think of a couple. You know, I could also mention another game that hurts me is uh, the 85 Lakers beating the Sonics. God damn it. First game, the Celtics smashed the Lakers, and they're, they're busting on Kareem. And the rest of the series, Kareem was awesome. But his game six against the Celtics in, go, in the Garden, he was tremendous. And he killed the Celtics. Skyhook. The sky, his Skyhook. And then in 87, freaking Magic in game, what game was that? Game four. It was two, two games and one Lakers up. Boston had a chance to win it. Magic with his goddamn baby hook. Freaking sunk the Celtics. He had a great game that game. He had a lot of great games, Magic. He was terrific. But, uh, you know, if you want to think of somebody like a, a guy who, who wasn't ever great but had a good game that beat you, geez, you'd probably have to go sink back into, the, like, the 70s. Um, oh, boy. I can think of uh, the Celtics' uh, sons in 76. Garfield Hur hitting his last second bomb before the three-point line, thank God, and sent it into uh, overtime. It ended up going to triple overtime. And all these reserves for both the Celtics and the uh, Suns had to play because dudes were fouling out. Paul Westfall, uh, who later became the coach yeah. uh, for the Suns, had a great series and a great game. And that was game, what was that, game five in the garden. That was so there's a lot of good ones, lot, lots of good ones. Yeah, I remember another guy who was clutching the playoffs. Never really got over the hump, Bernard King. Oh my God, he was remember awesome. those games where he would just carry. Oh God, the I team. remember in '84 where Boston and the Knicks went to Game Seven, and he had a, he was dangerous. Yeah, I mean, Chris, he, he scored fifty on you, and you wouldn't even know. Like, God, yeah. he's got how many? And every time down, it's like just give it to him, and you couldn't stop him. Yeah, and once he got hot, he'd hit it from anywhere. Yeah, and that crazy shot where his hands were completely above his head, man, he'd he'd crush it. You're a brother, Albert King. He played for the Nets. Nets, right? And I remember a time where it was uh, the Pistons. And the Nets come back and beat the Sixers that next 84. year. Yeah. 84. And I remember That's a, a playoff Sixers game team. where the, the Pistons and the Knicks went to, I think, double or triple overtime. And it was Isaiah versus uh, Bernard King. And they both scored maybe over 40 points, just like that game last night. And the final was like 146 to 141. It was something crazy in the old Silverdome when the Pistons played. Oh, in the remember Silverdome. that? Yeah. They would play all the That up was an unbelievable. That was a shootout. So right. that, that was two of them having great games. So they went from playing at the Silver Dome, then they played somewhere else. They played in uh, something. 
Uh, Auburn Hills? Auburn Hills. Palace. The, the Palace, Palace of Auburn Hills. Where do they play now? They so I, now they play uh, downtown. Oh, they back downtown? Yeah, it's yeah, really nice. They went nice. to Auburn Hills, which was supposedly a nice place. I, I saw a game there. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the, I don't know who I saw the Pistons play there. But I went to a Pistons game with, you know, Dean and Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, they always had tickets. But yeah, no, I went to the new place where the Pistons play, but I went there to see a hockey game. I saw the oh, Wings. Okay. But they both play there now. The okay. Wings, it's freaking awesome. Wow, really? Nice. Yeah, really nice new stadium. So they build it. Imagine, uh, you know, like imagine what the six play. What is it called? The Wachovia? I don't know what the fuck it's called anymore. Shit, I don't know. It used to be the FU Center. Of course, day it's FU Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it changed, changed so its name without every bank. Um, Xfinity. So, you know how they got Xfinity Live with all those bars yeah, and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, where the Pistons and the Wings play now, that's all around the, the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, so you like, you're in the, you get in and then you go into the stadium. So, it's like you're walking around to nothing but bars and restaurants. It's almost like a mall setting, and in the middle of the mall is this arena. Oh, nice. So it's like, um, what's his name, has a cool freaking bar. Um, You know, the guy that's from Detroit, Kid Rock, has this giant bar, like, outside the one. And, you know, I was partying there. But you could literally, if you have a ticket to the game, you can go in and out. You can just go in to Kid Rock's place, you know. It's like, really cool concept of what they did. It's like... It's not like like going to concession stands. Mm-hmm. It's like you can go into bars and literally oh. just giant restaurants. So imagine Xfinity Live being built around the first Union Center or whatever the fuck oh, it's called these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, man. Very can cool. Can you concept. go in there without uh, a ticket to the game and just You can. You can just go to the bars. Just you just can't get in. You can't watch the game or anything cuz you can't see it from there. Cuz it's kind of like they you got to have it on TV. They do. They'll yeah. have it in the TV. Okay. You know, you're like at a sports yeah, bar. Yeah. You're there, but you're not there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to the Xfinity Live. You're that's there. Fun. That's fun too, though. Yeah, it that's is, fun. and that's back, by the way. Yeah, that's. I'm glad everything's starting to come back. Everything is literally coming back, man. That's so, good. That's good. Yeah, because I guess was it last week? I was gonna go to the Phillies game the next day, so I'm gonna talk to you about that. Oh, the Yankees game. Yeah, and they they beat them. They swept seven the nothing. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I forgot. I. I because we didn't do the podcast since then. Because we did the podcast Saturday. I was going yeah, to the yeah. game Sunday. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about that. That was really cool. That's fun. So that, at that point, was the largest crowd they had had at a event. It was 38,000 there that day for the Phillies game. Nice. So freaking cool. One problem. So nobody was wearing masks, by the way. You saw, I saw probably during that day, like a handful of people wearing masks. Nobody in the stands. Some of the workers had them. The problem is they went full capacity before they got enough people to support full capacity at all the concessions and everything. So if you were trying to get your crab fries, a chicken peas, cheese steak in the outfield, Tony Luke's, PJ Wheelahan's, that was a place out there. Anywhere you were trying to go, you were giving up two to three innings. Well, they're also having problems hiring as well because they are. of the conversation you had with your in-laws. I cannot believe... How many places are trying to hire right now? Everybody's trying to hire. And I, and I was saying it to somebody that, you know, if you're a young kid getting out of college, you know, this, now's the time to get your foot in the door because they'll respect you for coming. Hey, yeah. what would you rather do? Sit home and get paid or you want to work and get a career? You know, now not not doing a concession stand, but there are companies that are everybody's hiring. It's just so awesome, though, man. I but felt it like, is good. It is good. you know, I, so many times I've said it during our podcast is like, and normal is back, normal is back. But it just felt so American to be at a yeah. baseball game. Yeah. Even though they're playing the fucking Yankees. I hate the Yankees. And, of course, just as I told you, our tickets, ironically, were in right field right behind Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, just loves this city. He's so great with the fans. He comes out. He does this whole thing where he runs out, bows to the fans, you know, and they cheer for him. These people right next to us had everybody had a, which was really cool, by the way. I will tell you that everyone had an H-A-R-P-E-R. And one of the people holding up one of the letters had a Yankees jersey on. You know, it was kind of cool. Um, so we partied beforehand with uh, the manager from Kirshner's. Was down there. Huge okay. Yankees fan. Oh, is he really? You're going to have to remember that. Jay. Yeah, he, said okay. he was down there. And uh, him and his brother, his brother lives in Harrisburg. They're huge. I'm like, I didn't know you were a Yankees fan. He goes, really? And he rolls it up. He's got this giant Yankees tattoo. I'm like, how the fuck did I not know that? Okay. 
So, yeah. But I'll it was never, good I'll never go to that bar again. <laughs> <laughs> no more podcasts at Kirshner's. God damn it, we gotta find some Sox fans around here. You know what? Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's tons of there's Sox fans everywhere. Oh, I know. I mean, I got, you know... Hey, Philly Sox in Fenway sometime in July. I'd love to go. Yeah, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I can do right now. I mean, Luke starts swimming as of tomorrow. Our first meet is Tuesday night. Yeah. And um, so that'll be fun. You know, Colleen and Tony run the whole... Colleen's on the board of the swim team, so she runs the whole snack stand and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm going to cook up a couple of pork shoulders for the first meet. Yeah, we we usually do pretty good with that. Um, Andrew T will be and I'm timing on lane six with Andrew T. Oh, he loves the pull part. I know he does. Yeah, he said, that's all he kept saying. He said, "This is your first time having this. This is really good." So him and I are timing together, but we have no idea. Are you gonna have to wear a fucking mask? It's funny because we were talking about it yesterday at the pool, and I'm like, "Are we gonna have to wear a well, mask?" Well, when is it? When's it start? It's Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. so it's the 28th. The, the state of Pennsylvania is open and everything. Else. Right, like summer camp kids, nothing. Yeah. You you don't have but to wear a mask. But as of right now, if you are fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. That's what Tony said. Tony's like, so, I got two jabs in my arm. I'm not. That's my fucking mask. So I mean, people do not have to, and I, I've yet to see anybody ask to prove. Yeah, I yeah. just like you know, like, I mean, my kid got fucking vaccinated. Yet he's, you know, we get out at Wawa, he puts his fucking mask on, I'm like. And I don't want to go I, there. I think you're going to have, I, I think that's something that's never going to change. You're going to have people, I just had a conversation with people with this, that will never get away from that. You ever see the uh, video of people in Asia, China, yeah, Japan, yeah, yeah. always have the mask on, always like, what the fuck's up with that? I think they're just, and we're going to now have that, people who are always, always hung up with that. And then when code and flu season happens, you're going to have people who don't want to kids to code and flu. Because what happened with the mask, no one got the code and flu. And it's true, and I get that. And if I was going to fly now, I, maybe I'd wear a mask on a flight. Well, on a plane, what, what the hell is the air going to go? Well, I don't know. I think they got that recirculated, and it goes yeah, through the filters yeah, and shit whatever. like that. It's like I don't fucking know. Recirculating a fart, you know, it's going to keep coming back at you. I said this from the beginning. What good is a mask if I can still smell a fart? Yeah. <laughs> if I can smell a fart, then particles are getting through there. I'm just saying, Jimmy. You know. Very true. Uh, what are we riding this out with? Let's get some kind of happy music after my angriness. Oh, come on, your angriness. I don't Whatever. think I was... I think you're hitting the spot of everybody. Oh, hey, here we go. It's so <laughs> I fill you up. I love this song. I know you do. That's for you, buddy. Episode 58. Thanks for riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. We're going to ride it out with a little red solo cup. There we go. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not disposable. Freddie Mac can kiss my ass. Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. That is a good tip. I lift you up.